Joanna Garcia, Florida's Mother Teresa, has been accused of a $196 million Ponzi scheme. So a South Florida woman known as Mother Teresa in her community has been accused of running her business as a lucrative Ponzi scheme that scammed close to $200 million. So Joanna M. Garcia of North Lauderdale allegedly defrauded over 15,400 investors. That's crazy. Through her company, MJ Capital Funding LLC, NPR reported Tuesday. So founded in 2020, so basically barely two years ago, MJ Capital pledged to connect investors with small businesses through Merchant Cash Advance, or MCA. Described as a hardworking woman that has her priorities in line in her company bio, Garcia boasted of being a down-to-earth businesswoman who helped regular people generate wealth, and she was even referred to as Mother Teresa in her community. The ruse started to fall apart in April 2021 when a website emerged accusing MJ Capital of running a Ponzi scheme. Garcia sued the anonymous whistleblower for defamation and continued to collect money from investors through August 2021 when the Securities and Exchange Commission filed a formal complaint against the company. So in the document dated August 9th, The SEC alleges that MJ Capital used investors' cash to fund outside analyzed returns of 120% to 180%, while company higher-ups scrolled away investments for personal excursions and luxury goods. So, uh, keep this in mind, right? The SEC alleged... SEC alleges that MJ Capital used investors' cash to fund outside analyzed returns of 120% to 180%, meaning that they were basically trying to guarantee their investors that they were able to kind of like trick into putting money into their fund of a 120 to 180% return. Okay, that is more than doubling your money. Like, do you realize how absurd this actually is, right? To put into perspective, barely any hedge funds, barely, beat the S&P 500. And actually, I don't think any of them actually really beat the hedge fund, except for maybe one. And it's like not consistent, but it's here one year, beat it, and then like the rest of the years not beat it, right? So, yeah, like this is like, it's so high that it's actually kind of almost comical, right? It's basically like the equivalent of me telling you like, hey, If you give me $1, I will give you $2 back. 
right? And then some, like $2 and a few cents, right? That's pretty nuts. Like, that's honestly crazy. So, it really comes down to greed, right? They were able to trick 15,000 plus people because of greed. Greed on the capital funding side, MJ Capital Funding side, right? And the people who put money into it because they truly believe that they could easily double their money, which is insane, right? So in addition to using new injections of money to satisfy existing investors, the SEC claims that MJ Capital used unlicensed brokers and sales agents to sell unregistered securities. And a federal judge responded to the filing by freezing Garcia's corporate assets and ordering them into receivership. Now, while Garcia waits for their investigation, the case against MJ Capital got new fodder last Tuesday when the SEC filed a second complaint against Pavel Ruiz, a company board member. The SEC argues that Ruiz, 29, played a significant role in perpetuating the Ponzi scheme. Armed with a team of around 70 sales agents, Ruiz allegedly defrauded over 5,100 investors of at least $46 million, $7.7 million of which he diverted into his personal accounts. According to the SEC, Ruiz used some of the pocketed money to purchase a luxury car and crypto assets. The same day as the SEC complaint was released, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Florida charged Ruiz with conspiring to commit wire fraud. Now, it is unclear if Garcia, who is not named in the federal case, will face similar charges as well. If convicted, Ruiz faces up to 20 years in prison. And as of last week, both Garcia and Ruiz had reached partial settlements with the SEC, delaying monetary penalties until the conclusion of any criminal proceedings. So Ruiz is currently free on a $250,000 bond. And the MJ Capital scandal is merely the latest in a disturbing string of similar cases, some of which saw investors scammed out of hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. So this is actually like a really crazy situation because when you have the SEC going so hard at a company, at individuals like this, the DOJ and all that kind of stuff, right? These people are pretty much screwed, right? It's like the government has their hands on them and like, hey, you guys really effed up. And we're going to basically shove, like, a tree trunk up your butt. Like, it's like, it's going to get really bad for these individuals. And the thing is, the saddest part about this, right? If they simply didn't try to promise outstanding returns and just sold, actually didn't even sell securities, but, like, sold, like, a legitimate product, Nobody would even say anything. They were obviously good at settling something, as sales in general, right? But putting all this energy into something that, yes, would make them less money, short term, but actually is 
potentially more money long term is by selling your own product, right? They could have easily created and sold their own product to all these people, made less money up front, but more money long term because they wouldn't have been doing anything illegal. They wouldn't have been trying to make any guarantees and would have lived a really nice life with millions and millions of dollars in the bank and also in the company's bank, right? Without really any worries, right? The thing is, if you are faced with two paths, one going the illegal route and one going the legal route, always go the legal route. The legal route. Why? It's because if you go the other route, it's not about if you're going to get caught, it's going to be when you get caught. Meaning all the time, all the energy, all the risks that you took going down the bad path, the illegal route, is literally going to come and amount to nothing because you're going to be in jail or prison or worse, right? Because the reality of like a situation like this with them doing like a Ponzi scheme, you potentially stole most likely people's life savings, So imagine someone for like decades saved all of their money and all of their money was like $100,000 or a million dollars or $50,000, whatever that amount is. But it's literally all their money and they spend decades saving that money in investments, retirement, all that kind of stuff, right? And then they put all their money, every single cent of it into your Ponzi scheme. And you lose it all because, obviously, nothing actually existed. There was really no business, no product, nothing. You basically ended that person's life, in a sense. So do you think that they're not going to be inclined to potentially do something really drastic? Because to them, their life is done, right? It would not be that big of a stretch that someone who lost their whole life savings, everything that they worked for, won't react bad to you. They probably will. There's probably at least one. All it takes is one for things to go really bad very quickly, right? But if you sold products, okay, you might have people maybe not liking your product, right? Some people may not like your product or your service, right? That's perfectly okay because, one, you're not taking their life savings. Two, you're not doing anything illegal or morally bad, right? You just are simply selling something that is not right for that individual. That person might have a bad day, but they're not going to lose their life. They're not going to lose their life savings, right? So just go down the legitimate path and don't get involved in things like this, right? I think people get so caught up in like the wolf of Wall Street type of thing where like, oh, making millions and millions of dollars super quickly, doing whatever I can to make that kind of money, no matter who it actually affects, right? But the thing is like, you can still do all of that by going a legal route, by going the legitimate route. So that in the next 10 years, 20 years, you can still be doing it and still be making a lot of money, Right? I mean, Jesus, you have people right now 
making millions of dollars right now eating food online by filming themselves eating food online. Do you realize how absurd that is, right? And yet you can't figure out how to make your own money instead of completely scamming other people? Like, does that make any sense? There's people who became millionaires eating food by just filming themselves eating food. And yet you have to resort to a Ponzi scheme. Like, it's just so stupid. So let's see some of the comments on this post. Which there probably is. Let's see. $196 million scam and bail is $250,000. What a joke. I agree. That being said, that $250,000 was probably paid by obviously the people that they scammed, allegedly. So, would you really want more money going to the government instead of the victims? You know, that's one way to think about it. So, actual Floridians refer to the state as land of the nothing is free and home of the scam. People come from all over the world to fleece Americans in the sunshine. I somewhat feel sorry about the people that lost moolah. However, I am not 100% with them, and here's why. Ponzi Scheme's main attraction is that they promise above-average returns, a.k.a. the 120 to 180% returns. Typically, over 15%, this person says, when the best investment funds only return 10% with most F5. So folks, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Greed always get people in the end. And here's the thing. They were paying people out with returns between 120% to 180%. Not 12% to 18%, 120% to 180%. So Otis Khan in the road, greed on both sides. Roger that, takes two to tango. They were busy bees if they scammed investors out of almost 200 million bucks in a year or so. Too bad they didn't apply that kind of drive and initiative to something that was legal. If something looks too good to be true, it usually is. And so here's the thing, right? So let's actually just do like a little bit of math. So let's see. I'll bring up a calculator. So they scanned, they allegedly scammed about 196 million dollars, right? And they had allegedly defrauded 15,400 investors, right? So that means on average, investors only put about $12,727 each, right? On average, right? Like that's like the broken amount. Now, obviously, there's probably some people that only put like a couple thousand dollars. There's some people who only put a couple hundred dollars. But there's also people who probably put in like millions of dollars, right? Like, I'm telling you, like, literally their life savings. So, it might sound like they need like crazy amounts of money from each person, but that's not really the case, right? Technically speaking... They could have done this 
by selling like a $13,000 product. Like they could have done something like this. And this is what I'm saying. You could have literally sold a legitimate 12000 to 13000 product. A legitimate product, right? Could be basically about anything as long as it's like an actual product, right? Where you're actually delivering it to someone, but you're not promising them like 120 to 180% returns. Maybe you're teaching them about stock market, the stock market, right? Maybe you're teaching them about real estate. Maybe you're teaching them how to get a certification or something, or actually giving them a certification in something, right? Like, you can make this type of money legitimately. They could have made this money legally instead of going the bad route. Like, it doesn't even make sense to me, like, why people go down this route of doing it illegal. Because you're spending so much time, so much energy, so much money doing it the bad way, only to get caught and basically lose your whole life for the rest of your life, right? Literally decades of your life. For what? For like four years, two years? Technically, this was only like made in like 2020. So for like two years of living the craziest life probably possible, you basically said goodbye to quite literally potentially 70, 80 years of your life in a jail sale, right? Or 20 years, depending on the charges, right? Two years for 20 years? Does that make sense? Are you really willing to do something like that? Like, it's just so stupid. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go down below or go to 40mbox.com. Now, that is an actual product. You can like it or not like it, but that is an actual product, right? What these people are doing is so beyond stupid that it just doesn't even make sense to do something like this. Because you're going to get caught. You are going to screw someone over to the extent that they are going to do something about it. Like, I mean, $12,000, $13,000 is a lot of money for a lot of people, but you still could have just sold, like, a legitimate product. Like, it, I, ugh, it's just so hard for me to understand why people would go down the illegal route for really no reason. Like, to me, there's no reason to do something like this at all. 